0: We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the second episode of First Down Fantasy Podcast. I am Lucas Quick, joined with my good friend Rick and Patel. It is Tuesday, and we're close to having a Thursday night football game between the Carolina Panthers and the Houston Texans. And we're also going to talk about the transition of Week Two waiver wire, which will be coming up this morning on Wednesday.
1: For those of you who are new, I'm a huge Niners fan. Lucas is a huge Eagles fan. As I said last week, we'll go over last weekend's games later in the podcast, especially our rivalry game. Um, Lucas, who should we be targeting in the waiver wire or free agency this week? Now again, um unlike week
0: one, there was a lot of like uncertainty on who I expected to break out. But there's two guys in my head who I think that you have to pick up this week because they will be gone. And first of all, it's we saw Cordell Patterson. Um, he started off with five carries in versus two games with the Falcons, but he's also got that catching upside, too, and he got six yards and two touchdowns against the Buccaneers. And the thing what I like about Cordell Patterson is that, well, this is on Yahoo Fantasy, he's listed as a running back and a wide receiver. So if you pick up Cordell Patterson, you can fill him in either positions, which is I think is a huge upside for Cordell. And I think he could be incorporated with this Falcons offense more as the season progresses. We've seen that he's a great special teams player in his time with the Chicago Bears. And I think he could push that on out to the Atlanta's offense. And last but not least, you guys have to know this name before Wednesday. His name is KJ Osborne. He's a wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. And I'll tell you, this guy has really come out of nowhere. Week one, he had nine targets, and he converted with seven catches and 76 yards. And in week two, he had five catches, 91 yards, and a touchdown against the Cardinals. I really think this is something that we should look into. I think KJ Osborne can now be a third receiver that Kirk Cousins can rely on. And we've we, we seen how Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson have been really good fantasy players. And I think KJ Osborne can be the next guy ahead. And last but not least, I didn't put this in, but Rondell Moore, he's 33% rostered right now in leagues. But if he's still available, this is your last chance to get him. He popped off again week two. And I think he will be a great receiver this season.
1: Great advice, Lucas. I'll make sure to set my waivers for those players. Um, This week had many busts who managers thought to be dependable in the past that surprised many fantasy uh, managers. Um, CEH, Cooper, Hill, Kamara, Prescott, Taylor, Kittle, Mixon, the list goes on and on and on. However, you should continue to start them All on a weekly basis, even though they may have had tougher matchups last week, may have not performed as well, I would recommend you continue starting them unless you have better options. Um, Many players who had explosive week one performances, such as Mike Davis, Sanders, Swift, Williams, and others, uh, they were actually toned down week two. Um, You should be more reluctant to start these players on a weekly basis. Um, because they weren't drafted high and people didn't expect them to perform well week one, but they still did and then were toned down week two. I would go with better options like maybe Daryl Henderson or Horace, uh, Harris, Damian Horace. Harris. Um, but enough talk about Buss. Uh, who were the absolute fantasy studs last weekend, Lucas? Before I talk
0: about studs, I want to like, is it me or I feel like these first two weeks of fantasy, there's been a lot of guys that's disappointed. Maybe it's just because I've failed both my drafts for both my teams but my teams have really underperformed and like Antonio Gibson hasn't done anything for my team Alvin Kamara like just I don't know what happened to the Saints last week but I feel like a lot of these like first like round one round two round three guys they're not producing what they're expecting they're inconsistent I mean obviously it's only week two but it's a little weird I feel like this hasn't really happened in quite some time.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's only week two, but I feel like consistency is a huge problem in, mm-hmm. the, se- in the season this year um, compared to last year, especially a lot of players are getting um, point a lot of points one week and then dipping the next week Absolutely. or uh, not doing well week one and then doing really well week two versus like previous season where, where we've seen reliable players in the past, and we don't see yeah. as many this season.
0: Yeah, I think it's, again, it's only week two. So like guys like Mixon and Jonathan Taylor, we weren't still certain with fully. But like guys like George Kittle, like a lot of people expected he, he would be at least a top five tight end. And he's not getting that volume that we expect him to get. So it's a little concerning. But going back to the studs uh, area, obviously King Henry has returned to his throne. Um after after just an overall bad week by the Tennessee Titans, we going against the Cardinals. Like King Henry just blew out of the water in the second half specifically. He didn't he didn't do much in the first half, but he really helped the Titans come back and overcome that large margin of defeat, and they won in overtime. And also Aaron Jones as well on Monday night last night, he went back to his RB1 potential and he scored about like 41, 42 points in half point P- PPR. He had like four recept- receiving touchdowns. He absolutely dominated the Lions. And let's give some kickers some respect. Like Like, let's give some kickers some respect around here. Graham Gano got 21 points against the Washington football team. And Daniel Carson, who was great last year, and he is back at it again this year. He had 17 points against the Steelers. I mean, we don't credit kickers enough sometimes, but if you had these two guys on your fantasy teams, they sure did more than just made a small impact on your team on me too.
1: Yeah, it's too early to tell, but I would still be cautious of both King Henry and Jones Uh, Because of their week one performances, it shows us that there's still a chance their workloads and points could be diminished any week, uh, making them inconsistent options as of now. Um, However, since most fantasy managers drafted them early in the first round, um, they should continue starting them as their RB1s because they probably wouldn't have better options. Yeah. Um, Enough fantasy talk. So it's almost Thursday night football. Who do you have uh, winning this week?
0: Oh. This is a very, very interesting matchup, and in my personal opinion, whoever does these Thursday night football schedules, like, they should be fired, because the Thursday night football schedule, just in general, doesn't look pretty on these matchups, but again, the Washington football team against the Giants last week turned out to be an instant classic. That's probably one of the more entertaining games I've watched in some time, but it's actually an interesting matchup between the Texans and Panthers, the Texans have really, like, they've already exceeded my expectations. I actually thought the Texans have the chance of winning zero games this entire season, and yet they destroy the Jaguars week one. And they actually, they kept it close to the Browns for a majority of the game week two, but the Panthers, I mean, it's, again, it's only week two, but they, they, they're they getting to a legit kind of tier where they can make the playoffs this year. Their defense has really improved and this team has seemed like they've gotten it together. Sam Darnold looks like the Sam Darnold that we thought he would be coming into this season and he's really flipped a switch on the Panthers immediately, and Christian McCaffrey, he's back in full form. Um, I think the Texans can make it a little close, but I think the Panthers take the win in this game. They go 3-0. and I think the panthers should be a team that everyone should look out for this season they definitely have potential to make the playoffs
1: yeah if anyone on the texans could help them beat the panthers it would be brandon cooks because he's a really good receiving option for the texans but last weekend the niners beat the eagles 17 to 11. so i know many eagles fans are furious about the refs penalties. Um, and their lay, uh, play calling in the last half, um, the ineligible receiver call that cost the Eagles a large gain. I personally think it was legitimate based off of NFL rules. But then again, the refs didn't call um, a delay of game penalty on the Niners that should have been called. It may have given Hurts another chance to go down and uh, score another touchdown. Um, but overall, I still think the Niners won. But maybe that's just me and my biased Niners fan.
0: I mean, as an Eagles fan, you you do get like that delay of game play that one really drove me nuts but that's not the reason why we lost the entire game and let's just go back to the first half which was probably like the most like painful half to watch we only scored three points in the first half which i don't understand how we managed to do that we had like over 200 yards on offense we had like two red zone drives no we had one red zone drive it was a 91 yard catch by quez Watkins, and we're like great we're marching down the field at least we'll kick a field goal when i said nick Sirianni runs like some like philly special 2.0 in fourth and goal the play calling was really, like, it wasn't the best. And hopefully Nick Sirianni can improve on that. Because if he does what he did this week against the Niners, we're certainly not being the Cowboys on Monday Night Football. But I think that delay game didn't really cost us. We just hurt ourselves. And if we played how we did against the Falcons, I think we could have been the Niners easily.
1: Yeah, so good luck, everyone, in your fantasy uh, teams this week. And, yeah, if you want to reach us with any questions, you can always find us on Instagram.
0: Go, Birds.